This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. We give thanks unto God for what He's doing in our means, for the testimonies, for so many other things that we cannot name one by one. But God has been good, He's been faithful, He's been gracious to us. And our mouth shall never cease to praise and to worship him. As you are aware, this is our year of divine restoration, amen? That God is bringing back. You know, that he's bringing back. You know, some, some, things, some things are like antique, you know? If you, you know, for instance, if I don't know what, what they are paying for, if something happens to the portrait of Mona Lisa, you've, you've seen it before, I've never seen it, I don't know, but... Don't know the current price now. It should be tens of millions. And if something happens to it, they, they're not going to bin it. They will restore it. Uh, they will find a way to make sure every, it might take three years, but they will make sure every paint returns to it. But your Heavenly Father is better than the best of artists. And there's nothing cannot restore. It might not look so beautiful, but the Lord will bring back restoration. It will look good again. It will look pristine again. It will look wonderful again. Amen. From near and far, they will come and say, come and see what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. We are in the month of um, divine prosperity. Amen. <laughs> the Lord will prosper us. He will prosper us. Today, I'll just quickly talk to you from Psalms 1 verse 3. Uh, it should be Psalms 1, verses 1 to 3. Let, let, let's just do, do verses 1 to 3. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 3, please. I've not got it here, so it might depend on you. Psalm 1, Psalms 1, verse 1. Psalms 1, verse 1. Please. Right. Blessed is the man who walks not in the council. Uh, right. Praise God. Praise God. Alright. Psalms 1. I read. Okay. Blessed is the man who walks not in the council of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And whatever he does shall prosper. The title of our message is Whatever He Does Shall Prosper. It is possible to possible to it is possible it is possible to prosper all the time. It just takes some conditions to be fulfilled. And as we focus on the prosperity that God gives, I pray that we will be immersed in the deep end of prosperity. The kind that our Lord Jesus Christ enjoyed. Uh, he enjoyed uncommon prosperity. It was said of him in Mark chapter 7, verse 37. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, he has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to hear, to speak rather, sorry. 
It was also said of him in Mark chapter 4, verse 41, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? We've seen him heal before. We've seen him provide before. Now, what, why is he operating at this new level beyond what we can imagine? And so that's the kind of prosperity that God has in store for us. So I quickly tell you four things about God's kind of prosperity. And um, why do I tell you that is to just stir your hearts and so your hearts to keep praying unto God and say, I want that, Lord. I desire that. Number one, God's kind of prosperity is unqualified. Is unqualified. Unqualified means that you don't, there's no birth in it. You know, you say, say it's, an, it's a qualified statement that is me. Qualified statement is that, well, we do, the, we do this, but, so, but when this is God's prosperity is unqualified, the best blessings do not have any but in them. Amen. No explanation or caveats. No, uh, you know, but, you know, when, when God does it, it's full, it's without any question at all. For instance, I'm trusting God for a revival in which it will be obvious that everybody will say, we know God is there. You know, I'm trusting for a visitation in your family in which you look left, you look right, you just see peace. You just see prosperity. It has happened before. God can do it again. Uh, there's no, this one is doing well, this one is it's unqualified. There's no, people may want to poke, poke hole in it, but they won't find any. People may want to, it will be unqualified. When you are healed, you'll be healed completely. Because the blessing of the Lord makes rich. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and has no sorrow to it. That's the plan of God for you and I. Unqualified, unqualified kind of prosperity. Hallelujah. Unqualified kind of prosperity. I'm trusting that when we meet together like this, People will say, I attended that church. Everything went well. There's nothing that you can pick out of it. You know, the worship as it has been definitely today is perfect. The word is just pristine. Everything is okay. And that shall translate to your life. That shall translate to our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because people marvel at Jesus Christ for the kind of unqualified prosperity that he had. And that will be our portion. Number two, it should be unquestionable. Unquestionable. Unquestionable in the sense that people will not say, well, it's okay. I'm not so sure whether it is prosperity. <laughs> you know, those are the kind that when it is done, even your ardent enemies, they will concede and say, this is God. They will concede that we have fought him. Because there are some battles, there is a saying in my native language. They say that the battle that is based on envy does not end in time. Because we ask, why, what is the problem? There's been no problem. It's because of envy. But even at that, it gets to a point in which those that are envious, those that are hating, for no reason, they will come and say, look, we concede you are ahead. We concede. And they pick quarrel from nothing. Many times people say, what is the matter? They would then say, eh, yesterday he greeted me. He greeted you. Eh, but the way he greeted me, the tone was a little bit too high than normal. When you start hearing people complaining of things like that in your life, you know there's something else under it that they can't tell you. And it's usually because maybe you are too far ahead of them and they can't have a solution to it. But it gets to a point in which they will say, indeed, you are better than us. We can't argue with it anymore. Jesus faced that a lot. The Pharisees, to be honest with you, they knew that man, the man Jesus, was preaching the gospel. 
They knew he was saying the right thing. But because of envy, they could not get off his case. Until they asked him questions, to a point they said, from that moment forward, they asked him no more questions. He became unquestionable. They become not only unquestionable, he became unquestioned. The time will come for you. Because many of you, you are suffering that in your place of work. They're just bringing nothing out, something out of nothing. And you have tried your best. But we get to a point in which they will say, we concede. He is ahead. And there's nothing we can do about it. That's the kind of prosperity that God gives. The apostles, they went through that in Acts chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. Acts chapter 4, 15 and 16. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do to this man? For indeed, what a notable miracle. Indeed, that a notable miracle had been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. You cannot deny it. Oh, how sweet it is. When your opponent comes to you after all the complaint, they call you to the, you know, to a secret place. You know what? The battle is over. I say, why? Uh, I can't fight you. What I'm saying is beyond what I can fight. Number three is unseasoned. Not only is it unqualified, it's unquestionable, it's unseasoned, unstopping. Your success will not be a flash in the pan. Because many at times when people can't stop you and you are succeeding, they say it will soon end. They say it's going to be for a while. They've told me that before when I came to this city. They say, oh. So many things were coming to my head in my first language, my mother tongue. You know, the, the, the language could be very rich. They said, they describe people, they just describe how, how, a soap, how the soap forms, you see. They said the thing will just foam like that and the bubbles will burst and it will go down. And there are people that are expecting, they say, ah, what is it? It's just like soap foaming. After a time, the bubble will burst. Your bubble will not burst, you know. No, you're not going to burst. It's not burst. Because God that is behind you will keep you constantly flowing and bubbling and living to the pain of those who are against you. We will come to the conditions that we need to feel, but be aware that this kind of success is available. This kind of prosperity is available. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. It's not seasonal. First Kings chapter 17, verse 14. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. In hard time, you keep going. Then normally, then when the normal times resume, it marches straight to the normal as if nothing has happened. Your field is being watered when rain is not coming. And when rain starts coming, your field still gets what? Watered. And nobody can know the difference. I'm using this first part of the message to stir your hearts up, to make your demand, to make the desire known unto the Lord, and it will fulfill it. The blessing of the Lord overflows. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, present and shaking together, running over. 
Prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Uh-huh. My cup runs over. And finally, the blessing of the Lord is unlimited. It's not only what? Unqualified. It's not, there's no but in it. Hallelujah. It's also not what? Second? Unquestionable. Nobody can start saying, there's no waving of hand like that. Number three is unceasing. Number four is unlimited. Unlimited in the sense that it's not limited to an area. And the, please forget about this paradigm that we run with sometimes. You know, everybody has something in their life that does not work. Not necessarily to. Everybody has to go through challenges of life, but they can overcome it. There's nobody that's on the earth that has everything easy throughout. I agree with that. But that a particular area of your life, you should be lucky there. I don't believe it. Your marriage should work. Your children should do well. Your career should be fine. Your spiritual life should be okay. Will there be some battles to fight in some of them? There may be, but every department should function. Should function. Don't buy into, well, let me settle into, you have to run, I have money, even if there's no health. I'm not settling for that. I'll be strong in health. You will have money as well. I will have money. You'll be strong. Every department shall be okay. Because that is the sign that God is in it. It shall be like a tree planted by one. Whatever he does, what? Whatever he does, whatever. What does whatever mean? Ah, thank you. I thought you are good um, thesaurus, isn't it? I said, whatever. They said, see, whatever. <laughs> Anything. Hallelujah. And church, God's plan for our lives shall and must be fulfilled. Shall and must be fulfilled. The young lions may lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack. What does any mean? Thank you. Any shall not lack any good thing. That's scriptures. And insist on it. Amen. So this year of restoration, whatever seems to be lacking hitherto, will be lacking no more. Amen. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. Psalm 84, 11. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold. If it's withheld, it's not God that is withholding it. It's either between yourself and your enemy. Yourself, you can deal with, with God's grace. That's why he said, God, he started, he said, he will give grace. That's why it will not withhold, it will not withhold. It's for the enemy, God himself will be a shield from the arrows of the enemy. Because those are the only two conditions that can make any good thing from coming unto you, not from God. His palaces are open. And the antidote unto that is in Psalm 84, verse 11. Either as a shield to shield away all the problems of the enemy, as grace to help you do what you need to do so that no good thing will be withheld from you. Ah, you will not lack any good thing. You will not lack any good. You will not look over your shoulder and be wondering, why is my wounds like this? God hear our cry today. That's why I'm saying that the Lord has gone ahead of us, no loss. Yeah. I haven't said all that I've said because the scripture is complete. And if you have been worrying, it will it just be like that? Yeah, it will be just like that with God's grace because there are conditions for God's kind of prosperity. 
The conditions are not to be. He said his laws are not grievous. I, I grew up in a system in which by the time we get to conditions like this, I will be shaking on my chair. Because I know now everything that I've claimed before, I can't have, I can't have it again. But I discovered that God walking with us is not to bottleneck us, it's not to, to straightjacket us, it's to help us to achieve what we have to achieve. The Christian faith is the only faith in the world ever in which you are taught us to do something and you are helped to do it. If you avail yourself. That's all the difference. That's the only difference. Because it's God who works in us both to and to. So get yourself in the faith mode now that every hurdle that we need to scale, you will scale it. Because resources shall be available for you. Condition number one, delight in the Lord. Don't just be excited about the gift, be excited about the giver. And I put it this way. He said, you cannot just be excited about the gift and not the gifter, and not the giver, unless you're a grifter. You want that again? You cannot just be excited about the gift and not the giver unless you are a, you know, a grifter? Uh-huh. A calm person. A person that just take, 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 take and want to maneuver. We are not a grifter. So you need to ex- be excited about Jesus. Many of us, we are not excited about God. We can say a lot of amen about the good things God wants to give. But the greatest thing is to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What does it mean to delight in the Lord? When we worship like that, let, let, let your heart just be lifted. I came into this place, seeing the worship. You know, um, got back-to-back meeting almost every three hours today. Just had one in the morning. It's just one of those glorious days. So I had to wisely conserve my energy. And it is on Zoom. Let's Zoom go now. Let's just come back to church. At least I know I can't be in Manchester and be in Aberdeen. I said, you know, sir, I'm preaching today. <laughs> That's what it's off. When you say that, you say, sir, our service before you, just quickly do it. <laughs> and this, that's some people you can't say no to. Kind of. And then, I'm totally aware, as I was sharing in that particular meeting, that, you know, many at times, we lose out because we don't find this excitement. When I came into this room, I find so much of, so I sat in my office following the worship, and at the right time, Spirit of the Lord said, and I came, I just felt, my, oh, my. I wasn't thinking about my needs. I was just thinking about God. Do you really delight in God? Do you really delight in God? And not just what he wants to give you. And we're told there that in Psalm 1, verses 1 and 2, blesses the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the Lord of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. May God give us a heart for him. Mm. And please be aware, folks, that if a person delights in God, God will delight in the person. And the greatest delight you can have is for God to delight in you. That's, what, that's the way Jesus Christ started his ministry. You know, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, he said, and the cloud, you know, came upon the place and light shone and the Bible said a voice came from above and said what? This is my son in whom I am well pleased. It's good for God to delight in a person. Delight is that he's, he's, he's happy to see you. 
May we not be those that God will turn his face away from. But the easiest way to get God to delight in you is for you to delight in him. Let his presence be pleasing unto you. Number two, condition for you to have this kind of God's kind of prosperity. Desire the best from the Lord. Desire the best from the Lord. Don't let good be the enemy of the best. Uh, many a times we have false humility. You say, God, that, that little one is just enough. No, little one is not enough. Get all God can give you. Get all, all. He is not a pauper. Don't insult him. Daddy Gio used to give us this story over and over again of how he has an uncle who does not give small gift to people. You know, there are some very nice arrogant people in the world. If you go to him, they feel insulted. He says, sir, I have some problem. Uh, what is it? Hundred pounds. The man smiles. He said, that one doesn't come to me. Down the road, there are some less wealthy people. Go to them. Sir, I have problem. What is it? 10,000 pounds. Okay, is that all? See me tomorrow morning. Give the check. So if you can just translate that to human level between us and God. I use money because it's what you can easily relate to. We discover that truly and indeed God feels insulted sometimes by our little asking. Ask that your joy may be full. Either too have you asked nothing from me. Truly and indeed have they not asked something from him? So what was he saying? That you have not asked to the level you should ask. And I'm serious, dead serious about that. I'm not, this is just, just preacher speak. This is not just Pentecostal speak. It is right for you to make sure you ask big from God. I've told you before, one thing I will not be guilty of on the last day, at least for my level now, if by Christ later on, for God to say, and why didn't you ask or ask big? Oh, I've asked some big things. They've not yet come. And they say they've not come. They, they are not coming. They've not what? Oh, I have. Trust me. And when I see you face to face, I know there will be no need for them. I say, Lord, why didn't you? He will never say, why didn't you ask? Never. Not me. No matter how difficult it is, dead raised, I will ask. Working in millions of resources in terms of monetary terms, I've asked and I've been asking. Seen everybody under administration to be healed, I've asked. Seen my biological children, spiritual children excelling and being at the topmost level. I'm ask, I've asked and I'm asking. Don't ask small. And why is that? Why you see men? Can but just speak about the influence he has in my life. Our general overseer kept saying that my children will be greater than I. And the children they look at themselves, including myself, like this. <laughs> but the man knew that as long as he's asking, that it's a matter of time. There will come a branch that will shoot out out of the main stem that will be bigger and greater, and men will be wondering where is this coming from. And that's not a prayer plug from the air. Jesus Christ prayed it. He said, greater works than this you will do. Because I go to my father. Please ask big, amen? amen. And don't worry about, hey, well, as pastor, you don't know. The small one I asked, he didn't give me. He's a foolish person that thinks like that. Maybe he didn't give because it's too small. Some of you, you've been considering, you apply for a bigger post. If I were you, pray hard. In the next one week, if things that are coming up that are of higher level than you think, apply for them. Apply for your level. 
still apply for higher one. If your faith can carry, apply for the bigger one alone. Apply for your level. Apply for one, three steps above you. You give yourself the safety net because that's part of what I wrote here. I wanted to tell you practical things. They are asking for contract, and you know you've not done a contract that is worth a thousand pounds. And they say that's a contract outside a hundred thousand pounds. You don't even have hundred thousand pennies. And you put your application in. You say, I'm testing, I'm trying. After all, this that pastor, he said that we should ask big. If you don't ask that well, it demands. I'm glad you know I'm not the one said it. The man push us. Just as many of you have pushed me before. A few years back, I sat in my office. One of you ran to my office. Sir, sir, there's somebody. Come and pray. What is the person? The person was raving mad. He said, bring to my office. Not to my office. Bring to the main church. I said, what was going on in your mind that you think that's what you should? God did this work. Hallelujah. The person called me later at night. They gave the phone to the person and called me. I said, is that you speaking? He said, yes, sir. I mean, raving, raving, M-A-D. So you've pushed me before I'm pushing you today. Go out and do great things for the Lord. Amen. Finally, discern between good and best. Don't let good, I mentioned that in person. Blessed be the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly and um, not stands in the path of sin. Let me, let me close. Our time is well Have you got one or two things here? We need to pray. Are you sure? All right. And God will bless it upon your heart. Jump on your feet. Let's just pray quickly. Um, yeah, we can run with that. That's sufficient stuff there. Amen? Amen. Father, time to pray. What are you waiting for? Say, Father. Father, prosper me in all areas of my life. In the name of Jesus. Verbalize those prayers yourself. And I pray for myself, Lord, that you will prosper me in all areas of my life. That's my heart cry, oh God. There are areas that I'm still trusting you for your prosperity. But Lord, you have said, whatever he does will prosper. Whatever he, Chris, does shall prosper. So Lord, prosper me in all areas of my life. Thank you, Lord. The word has gone forth. And it shall not return void, but shall do that which is sent out to do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You're going to make this as a declaration of my prosperity and success in the Lord shall be unqualified, unquestionable, unseasoned, and unlimited in the name of Jesus. My, my prosperity and success in the Lord shall be unqualified. Nobody will say any but it shall be unquestioned. Nobody will be ambivalent about it. Oh God. It shall be clear. It shall be unseasoned. It shall overflow. It shall be plenty. And it shall be unlimited in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed. He said, by the special grace of God, I shall delight in the Lord my God. Jesus and Jesus alone shall be my desire and delight in the name of Jesus. By the special grace of God, I shall delight in the Lord my God. 
I shall delight in the Lord my God. Jesus and Jesus alone shall be my desire and my delight in the name of Jesus. My heart joy, my heart, my heart delight is in the Lord. Is in the Lord. Is in the Lord. The prosperity of God for my life shall be above all that God delights in me, that God is pleased with me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, please delight in me and be pleased with me. In the name of Jesus, quickly pray that prayer. And then let's get ready upstairs. We'll put a confessional prayer on the screen right now, which we're going to read through. Father, please delight in me and be pleased with me. And be pleased with me. And be pleased with me. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we have prayed. Going to take a confessional prayer quickly on the screen. I think it's over two or three uh, slides. Okay, very good. It said, The Lord is your keeper, the Lord is your shade at your right hand. Which does the Bible verses to the sun shall not strike you by day. Thank you, Father. Nor the moon by night. You shall um, no longer go down. Sorry, where am I? Your sun shall no longer go down, nor uh, shall your moon. It's either the light is too bright or the thing is too. <laughs> Your sun shall not go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light. Amen? Amen. And the days of your mourning shall be ended. And the days of your mourning shall be ended. Moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. And the light of the sun will be sevenfold, as the light of seven days. In the day that the Lord binds up the bruise of his people, and heals the stroke of their wound. Next slide, please. And we start to make confession. I declare in the name of Jesus that my son shall not set in his prime. Is that sinking in? My life like the noonday shall shine brighter and brighter in the name of Jesus, my life, like the noonday sun, shall shine brighter and brighter. In the name of Jesus, my success is long term and not short term. My victory is eternal and not temporary. In the name of Jesus, I confess in the name of Jesus. That by the shining of the light of God, all my life, I shall enjoy grace and full glory in the name of Jesus. Because the light of God is over me, nothing good, nothing good, nothing good shall be withheld from me in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God, I shall walk uprightly and live uprightly. In the name of Jesus. Next slide. Hallelujah. The brightness of my son shall not work against me, but in my favor. The brightness of my son. That is every one of us, that's a son, that, that is, that's a glory that emanates from us. That's what we call your son. You know? So we take that again. The brightness of my son 
shall not work against me, but in my favor. My success shall not burn me. Ah, my success shall not burn me. <laughs> Neither will my victory be my undoing. In the name of Jesus. Once we settle that today, your advancement is settled. Because some of you are not where you ought to be because of that particular paragraph. And your father being a kind God is not allowing it yet. But you take it one more time. The brightness of my soul shall not work against me, but in my favor. My success shall not burn me. Neither will my victory be my undoing. In the name of Jesus, I declare and cry to my father, my son shall not go down. In the name of Jesus, the intensity of the brightness of my life, son, shall increase daily. The intensity of the brightness of my life, son, shall increase daily. I shall not go into obscurity nor be brought into ignominy. Mm. Lord have mercy. In the kingdom of my God, I shall remain a bright light all my days. In the name of Jesus, you're going to say this all confidence as son of righteousness. Who is the son of righteousness? Uh -huh. Son of righteousness. Arise over my life today in the name of Jesus. Collectively, we say, because we are the light of this city, because we are the light of this nation and the world, we hereby command darkness of sin, darkness of sickness, darkness of economic woes to disappear now in the name of Jesus. Our light is shining in the darkness, and the darkness cannot, will not, and shall not ever overcome it in the name of Jesus. This is our confession, this is our declaration, and it shall be established in the name of Jesus. Put your hand together for the Lord. Those words are recorded against your name. Those words are recorded in your favor. They shall come to pass if you believe it. If you don't doubt, it's gone out, he will perform it. Lift your hand to the heaven, Father, in the name of Jesus. Reign your blessing over your people. Lift us into the place of glory. Take us away from the place of obscurity and ignominy. Shine your light, O God. Let it be well with us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Jesus' marvelous name we have prayed. Somebody shout hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.